Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Have you noticed the talking points of world news recently? Wars, rumors of war, famines, earthquakes, tsunamis, hurricanes, tornadoes, forest fires, floods, demonstrations in the streets, military muscles flexing, political unrest, various discriminations, mounting deceptions, despair, and more. Wow, what a state our world is in. Is it even possible to contemplate good plans for hope and a future? It's getting worse. You cannot be well-informed without noticing that. I've noticed. Surely you have too. But interestingly, Jesus told us this was going to happen. Let's look at several passages to get the flavor of his heads-up warnings. Matthew 24, verses 6 and 7. This first passage from Matthew's Gospel gives both warning and comfort. How thoughtful of Jesus to esteem our partnership and our position as his sons and daughters to give this critical information. Here are the verses. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nations will rise up against nations and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. What's the takeaway? My guess, no matter how terrible things get in the world, we can have assurance about good plans for hope and a future in Jesus Christ. So that was Matthew 24, verses 6 and 7. Now we're going to flip into Mark's Gospel, chapter 13, verses 7 and 8. That passage, similar to Matthew, gives reports that are similar to the news reports you hear every day. Here are the verses from Mark. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. My first reaction to current talking points of daily news is deep concern. But then I remember these words Jesus spoke. The deteriorating conditions are mounting, like mounting birth pains. And again, he gives a respectful heads up to us. So we can conclude, God still promises good plans for hope and a future. But we're going to take even another passage into consideration. Luke 21, verses 25 through 28. This next passage talks about the universe, the nations, and anguish of individuals. Here we go. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish 
and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is going on in the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Hearing the stunning promise and pausing to picture what it will be like, my heart almost skips a beat. We'll see Jesus breaking through the skies, returning to set everything right and establish His glorious kingdom. Consequently, there will be no more fears or tears. There will be no more suffering and turmoil, brokenness and threats. So we should look up to Father and rejoice. Why? Because Christ's return is near with good plans for hope and a future. I'm not sure what you're thinking right now, but I'm thinking the content of these verses sounds familiar to current events. Through history, many Jesus followers thought his return was very soon. However, things happening now have a persuading pattern of increase, like mounting birth pains. Since events build on one another, my attention is very engaged. There's something you and I share in common with every person who's ever walked the earth, including Jesus. We don't know when Christ will return. This isn't my idea. Mark 13 verse 32 says it clearly. But about the day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Jesus said this. He knew he didn't know when he would return, and he was totally okay with that. If he doesn't know, you and I certainly can't know. Are you okay with that? What an incredible example. Simple trust in Father's timing and good plans for hope and a future. Jesus then says, Be on guard. Be alert. You don't know when that time will come. Just when you think it can't get any worse, just as the human heart begins to shrivel and lose hope, God steps in with good news. He forewarns because of His love. He clues you in with wise instruction. 2 Timothy 4.5 says, Keep your head in all situations. God's good news to you is from Jeremiah 29.11-13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. This is one of my favorite scriptures. It nurtures my spirit, strengthens my daily efforts, it renews my vision, 
and stirs my passion into action yet again. God speaks about good plans for hope and a future, strength for feeble hearts, renewal for tired spirits. By intervening, He prepares a path in front of you. Incidentally, He also prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Psalm 23, verse 5. God knows what is best and promises good gifts to line your path. However, if you don't receive these good gifts by faith, then they're still not yours. His gifts almost always look different than you picture. Let's talk about yesterday, today, and forever. Not only does God promise to take care of you and be with you, He does not change like shifting shadows do. This world constantly changes, and resulting shifting shadows cast doubt, fear, and threat over your life. But God is not like that. He is the giver of good plans for hope and a future. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So pause, and with rising confidence, simply trust, obey, and rest in the God of your salvation. God knows all things. Since this includes everything about your life, He is aware of what's behind you, what's in your current scenario, and what's in front of you. His special plans are good plans for hope and a future. God knows how to help you through struggles and troubles. After all, He is wise and a dear friend. There is no power that can stop God. Therefore, you can fully trust Him with your needs, future, your family, career, and your whole life. Well, we can't leave this material without mentioning one more reality that Scripture predicts. Every time I read this next passage, I become sober and pensive. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Matthew 24 Verses 9 through 14. Jesus said that. Don't panic or give in to the spirit of fear. Remember 2 Timothy 1.7. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Instead, consider some of Jesus' final words before he left earth in the same way that he will return. Surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Matthew 28, 20. He always has good plans for hope and a future. 
I want to share some resources to assist you in these end times. Because times are increasingly challenging, I want to share some practical resources to help you live effectively in difficult times. These are downloadable ebooks developed for living in our current world scenario. The first one I'm Not a Loser How to Change Old Habits and Patterns. This little ebook gives you practical action steps to help address personal life patterns so you can be as healthy and focused as possible. You don't have to stay where you are. Keep learning and growing. God made you to excel. The next little ebook is called How to Effectively Get into God's Word Even with a Super Busy Life. In this book, you get fresh ideas strategies, and practical action steps to make your time in God's Word alive and active every day in this fast-paced, demanding world. Make a difference with God's ideas. The third ebook is called Partner with God, How to Have an Alive and Active Life. You know, it happens to everyone, but you can avoid just coasting along. You were created for more. God helps you engage your skill sets, abilities, personality, and creativity increasingly to be the person He designed. And that's what in, is in the content of this little ebook Partner with God How to Have an Alive and Active Life. And then the fourth and final ebook is called You Can Do This Make Your Life a Meaningful Yes. In this book, Daily problems, challenges, disappointments, and losses, unexpected twists. It talks about how those things can leave you struggling and tired. But the content gives you action steps, ideas, and hope for meaningful days. You can have personal purpose and influence for God. Make your life a meaningful yes. Do visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God, pursue noble character, and an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.